episode 72. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. And today, from South Africa to New York City, and an untold amount of countries in between, we have the lioness, Dilana, on the show today. You better get ready for some great stories and the fire in this fine lady's voice. Strap up your seatbelts, and let's go for a ride. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I am delighted to have Delana here with us, the rock and roll lady from South Africa. I'm so happy to have you. Delana, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thank you so much, Kevin. I'm happy to be here too. Yeah, so you know, it's so ironic because I just had my first interview with somebody in South Africa this past week, and it, I was, you know, working so hard to try to find somebody from that country, and along comes you. And I didn't even know this about you. This oh. is really great. Oh, you didn't know? I didn't know That's you were from crazy. South Africa, so I got a double <laughs> blessing this week. I love Who's it. Who's the other one? Uh, her name is... Oh, it'll come to... Wait a minute. I got to look it up a second. I, I have so many, so I'll, I'll give it to you in a second. But she, um, she an artist too? Yeah, she's an artist. And she, her name is Heather Waters. And uh, really captivating sto- story. She's actually in a wheelchair now, but she continues with her artistic passion and uh, really inspired story. So let me ask you about you and your music. Um, you're doing the New York thing right now. You're touring a lot, right? Yes. So how has it been going for you? Well, we've only had the one show. Okay. Uh, it was the night before last night in uh, Times Square at the Iridium. I love that place. Oh, yes. what an amazing venue. It was challenging for me to put on a rock show to a seated audience. Right. Okay. And I had a little bit of a mind stumble when I first walked out on stage and saw that there were tables and chairs and a dining thing right not your thing <laughs> no it, it's totally my thing when i'm doing my acoustic shows right I love doing it, small intimate acoustic shows right but it was it was tough you know um because you were doing the full band yes yeah I, when i say full band we're going for it and yeah I even told the people, I hope we don't make you choke on your food. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that place have a magic to it, though, with, you know, Les Paul and all of the artifacts on the wall, all the wonderful guitars everywhere you look, you know? Unbelievable, really. Uh, it's small, but it's it's huge in, in the whole essence of the history that's been in those, in the, on those walls, in those, uh, on those floors. It's yeah, you could really feel it. I sensed it the moment I walked in. Right. And the fact that it's underground like that and like you don't see it from the outside on the street. You don't realize what's inside there. And so it's, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, where is next after you do the New York scene? Where are you guys heading? Are you guys doing like a world tour now or just um, regional or what? No, this one's this one will be the first U.S. tour with this band. The girls, uh, other than the drummer, none of them have ever been to the States. So I wanted to get them over here and give them the opportunity to experience the American crowds. And are they from South Africa? They're all, uh, all except for one uh, are from Portugal and Brazil. Wow. It must yeah. be really exciting putting all that different energies from different places together with you. 
Well, <laughs> I don't know from their from their perspective if it's that exciting for them. <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> they, it is. <laughs> they don't really show much. They're very subdued. I just had a meeting with them yesterday at breakfast, and I was like, "You girls need to." You need to give me a little more energy. This is this is not good. <laughs> it's very low key. You know the Europeans. I love them because they're so laid back. Versus Hollywood, the the LA vibe and the East Coast vibe. People are very go 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 all the time. Yeah, I'm yeah. so into that. Right. Um, after being here for almost 15 years now, um, so when I go to Europe, it takes me uh, sometimes a few weeks before I can actually te- take a step back and and adjust to the the way of life there. So now I'm seeing it with the girls coming here. They're doing the same laid back vibe. And I'm like, no. Right. Now, right. now you're on my ground. Now you're on my way. <laughs> you got to get the steroids going, girl. Have some coffee and get into the American groove. Exactly. Hey, so let's play a track here. And we're, this is called Beautiful Monster by Delana. I'm not afraid of dying, I'm afraid of living my life misunderstood. It's the stuff no one talks about, things that'll turn our lives inside out. When the heavens cry out and I'm freaking you out, when all hell breaks loose and I'm choking and I it's just love that I need In the end There's a loser in my mind But a fire deep inside If you try You'll understand Yeah, I'm crazy like the devil Gentle like an angel Love the beautiful Monster in me Yeah, just love all Watching my time slip away as the second hand melts off the face of the clock If you'd give me a chance, I'd invite you to dance through my world without fear And I'm sorry if I let you down, cause I'm never around Just believe there's a loser in my mind, but if I This is this is a really really wonderful track. Tell me about Beautiful Monster. What is the story behind that song? Thank you, Kevin. Um, Beautiful Monster. I, I've struggled most of my life to get people to understand me. Right. And I've gone so over the top at times trying to that I've ruined relationships. And. <clears throat> the first line of the song is, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of living my life misunderstood. Okay. And that sums up the entire song, basically. Those two lines. I just have these moments where 
it's 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 gotten a lot better now that I'm getting older and wiser, of course. But right. now I'm more like, screw you if you don't get me. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. Yeah. But um, it's it's about. I really believe that we all have, no matter how good you seem to everybody or how nice you are, there's always a little demon inside everybody. Right. Um. It, it's it's impossible not to have it. Even priests and and whoever. They all have it. They all have their little thought every now and again. So basically what I'm trying to say is um, just if you would just take a moment and get to know the little monster and be nice to the little monster, the little monster won't bite your head off. Right. The monster will, will be very nice to you and you'll see that it actually is a beautiful little monster. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also, you know, sometimes I've had after the little monster came out and bit people's heads off, I've had moments to sit down and reflect and think about what what happened. And and then I realized that, um, and then I have these guilty feelings because I realized, wow, the monster is really ah, loud and aggressive. But it's it's also, I think it's always been my little protective inner child because I had a really rough upbringing and, and a, a tough childhood. And I think... I I always used to call my little monster little Lana. Okay. Because I think she was the little me who always tried to defend me and protect me. Okay. Um so she's my little beautiful monster and really she's just a beautiful little crazy chick. You just need to know how to love her. Right. And it's, and it's, it's funny because your photos you're very very dramatic in the way you present yourself, you know. But then as soon as I got the first text from you, I immediately saw into who you were. Oh, really? I said, I really like her. I think she's, you know, because I could just tell it was very, very warm and gracious. And immediately when you got on today, you were just like, oh, you know, uh, so sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit late here, but... Uh, but it was all cool, you know. It was all, there was no drama involved. You were just very, very gracious and very nice about it, you know. Thank you. I so, really, I really appreciate it. I think it's important that um, for me as an artist, right, that I am uh, open and honest and have a good connection with people. I I think that a lot of artists today take it for granted that we are who we are and where we are because of our fans. And if we treat people like crap, they, we're going to get treated like crap and no one's going to buy our music. Right. <clears throat> so for me, um, my fans and my friends are extremely important. I, I, love to, I love to be nice. It makes me feel good. Uh, I, I believe that we give what we get. So I'm always, no matter who you are, I, I, I have a, a very tight connection with homeless people. Um, my mom always taught me, when you were the king, you, you are a king. When you were the pauper, you tr you are a pauper. So right. I've learned very very um, easily, even as a child, to adapt to whatever situation I'm in, and become one with whoever I'm with. I I, I try never to be a step above somebody, even right. if I think in my mind that I am. I, I will never ever show it because I believe in equality and I believe in making others feel good. So. Yeah, that's the story of my life. <laughs> I like that about you. Hey, let's play another one here. This is called Dead Flower by Delana. And I love the bells and starkness. Oh, scary. <laughs> <laughs>
red flower from the tree of love Raise on the grave of a dying dove The wind on his feet Trying to clean up your street He will use his charms to fool you Oh, fool you say you you sing with such power conviction passion and and ambiance you, like you set up a wonderful just this whole mood that goes into your songs really amazing thank you very much yeah how did you craft your sound like who did you listen to like growing up as a young uh person like interested in music like when the bug hit you like who are you listening to that kind of like said, hey, I can do this or I want to do this? That's an interesting question because I really didn't grow up uh, with that bug. Um, I I wanted to be an actress, but uh, music started off as a, an escape for me. But But you really are an actress. I could tell by your photos when you perform. Like, you're in it. you got your home, like, it's like VistaVision going on there. Yeah, I, I, you know, it might look like I'm an actress. And yes, I love theatricals and drama. And But really, on the pictures, whatever you see is so real. I'm really, really into it. I love... Uh, going away in my mind that's that's why I love being on stage it's my time when I can escape the reality and just be in that that world I mean my songs are all true stories so it's easy for me to really go back and connect with my emotions again right but um I listened to uh as a young kid my mom listened to the craziest stuff and you know I grew up in South Africa we had a lot of boycotts and sanctions and I grew up in the middle of the apartheid era so there was a lot of music I didn't really have access to. So my mom was a huge Elvis Presley fan, hence my Elvis Presley tattoo. Oh, my, right. Okay, cool. Uh, also a huge Elvis fan. Um, but I, <clears throat> she listened to Elvis and she listened to ABBA. And I'm happy about that because to me, ABBA is one of the most amazing songwriting groups ever to walk the planet. Yeah. Um, a Beatles. um and then as I became a teenager, I, I loved, I was obsessed with Tina Turner for a while. And um, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, 
there are so many. Yeah. So the, the the spectrum was very broad of what I listened to. I was interested in everything. Um, anything that could take me away from my crazy situation at home right. was, was another world, a, a safe place for me. So music was my safety as, as a kid. And um, my voice, the sound I have, I can honestly say it's mine. I, I've never <clears throat> had a moment where I, I, I sat down and I thought, now who shall I try and sound like or let me try and sing like, like so-and-so or so-and-so. I, I really dislike that a lot. Yeah, it just comes out naturally. Yes. Who I, you I, are. When I listen to other singers, when I watch <clears throat> The Voice or American Idol, I can hear, <clears throat> excuse me, I can, I can go, oh, so, uh, her influence is Melissa Etheridge or whatever. Yeah. And then the judge will, judges will say, wow, you sound just like Melissa Etheridge. So I'm always ahead, you know, I, I can hear it. And I don't want to be that artist where I sing and you go, someone goes, oh, she sounds like so-and-so. I want people to say what you did. Like, you have your own sound. <clears throat> I think that's important today with the whole music scene that's so, so messed up, basically. Right. That we find our own... <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat. We find our own originality and our own unique sound because there is so little inspiration these days for the younger generation right. to create, you know. You know, I find, you know, I get a lot of young artists on this show and, um, you know, it, it always pleases me when I hear them quote back the people they're listening to and a lot of the artists that you just described that I grew up with as well um they're they look back and they they're appreciating those artists today which it just makes me so happy that you know they have good taste <laughs> me too yeah yes. And it's Absolutely. just like, you know, all of the greats that you mentioned, like um, they're looking back and going, yeah, man, I, I'm listening to this now and I'm discovering it for the first time, like the Beatles catalog or Zeppelin or whoever. Right. And uh, it's just such a testament to the the uh, wonderful, outrageously creative period that we the, we live through, you know. And uh, uh, we're uh, blessed to have that, I think. We are. And I'm telling you, we'll never have that again. I, I can't see it happening again. I can't see anything new that hasn't already been done right everything that's new if you listen to it you'll you'll go oh that's already been done there aren't new chords that can be invented there aren't you know everything has been done so it is an extremely difficult task for new musicians and myself yeah to keep keep coming up with something and i too am so pleased that the internet is at, at our available at our um What's the word I'm looking for? Our fingertips. <laughs> Our fingertips. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's early, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm helping you out. That's Thank all. So yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, we get to go back. And, and the cool thing is, though, we've got like, there's like eight decades of great music, you know, going back to like, you know, the 30s, the 40s and, and onward and onward. So um, you can like I, I had this 16 year old girl from South Carolina. She says, uh, yeah, I listen to Frank Sinatra. And I, but, and I also listen to ACDC and, and some of the pop stars, Bruno Mars or whoever, but, but she includes those artists in with the right. things that are in her youth, you know, which is so cool. Hey, I think it's time to play Ocean. Let's oh. check this out hey. from Zelana. <laughs> I love the way you say my name. <laughs> <laughs> I like your name. It's, it's full of character. You know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, 
should save my soul today these guilty memories Ocean wash my sins away please mend these broken things I wanna fly in the sun wanna fly in the sun Ocean let me float for a while only will your time I'm tired and I'm I just need some sleep I need to get some sleep I know I need to let go So tell me about Ocean, Ilana. That is really rocking and great, great melodies, by the way. Thank you. It's really crazy that you picked that song. You're the first person that's picked it. I don't play it live. Um, it's a really hard song to do live. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm a little, I have to rethink what that song's about. Um, it's been a while. Ocean. Too. I love the title. I mean, it's Thank just. You. My daughter's name is River. Right. The song's name's Ocean. Almost every song on that record has a reference to water. And okay. it didn't happen uh, consciously. Are you a Cancer water sign? I'm a Leo. You're a Leo, okay. Yeah, I'm an earth sign. Right. <clears throat> so it's weird for me that how, when I finished recording the record, I, I looked at the, the producer and I said, I think I want to call this record Cumulonimbus. And he goes, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Cumulo numbers. You threw a left hook at him, huh? So Nimbus, yes. Yeah. It's a rain cloud. It's a storm cloud. Oh, okay. Got it. And I said, because I didn't even realize it, but every song on here has some reference to storms and winds and water and oceans. And, and then my daughter wasn't even conceived at that point. And then I woke up in a dream and the dream said, your, your child's name is River. So there's this weird thing in my life with water and um, ocean. I, I was um, I was in Florida with writing this song and the lyrics just came to me because once again, this connection with water and my mom had also just passed away not too long before that. And I always find that when I'm near water, I feel cleansed. I feel rested. I feel just new and somehow these lyrics they just came to me it was just a a song that i felt i needed for a, a cleanse if right. that makes sense to you yeah water has that effect it's on us doesn't it 
It really does. It's yep. just there's something calming and beautiful about it. I'm so sorry you lost your mom at, at that time. That's just really sad. Um, for th- for those of you folks, uh, you know, uh, you guys didn't get to hear this, but uh, River was on camera with me earlier, and we sang Twinkle Twinkle, <laughs> and the wheels on the bus go round and round, and I failed miserably at the harmony. I'm so sorry, River. I got to work on that. I was trying <laughs> to get it in there. Out right now, like. Giving you a crooked eye. Okay? Talking. Why is he talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Hey, so tell me your favorite, um, your favorite gigs, Delana. Like, where, do you like like real big like rooms, big stadiums? Like, what's your favorite place to play? Because mm. you do acoustic too, but yeah. but you've got I mean, that big voice also. Yeah, I, I really love both. They both have their own magic. Um, it's important for me to have connection with an audience. Right. So if the stage is huge and it's a huge audience, thousands, it's harder for me. Yeah. Um, it's usually that big gap between the stage and the, the public and the stage is usually really high. Yeah, it's hard to get the I, eye contact, right? Yes, yes. I'm very much a hands-on. I want to see your eyes. I want to be able to touch you physically. Right. Kind of artist. <clears throat> but um, there's also that, when you're belting out a note and you just feel that PA under you and that stage rumbling under your feet and right. the applause afterwards and it's just huge and you get goosebumps. I love that. Um, so they, they both, yeah, they both have, and I love a big stage because I love to move. Right. I love running. I love being physical. I love dripping with sweat. Um, <clears throat> acoustic shows, there's no sweat involved usually. Right. And um, it's it's usually a small stage, and if it's not a small stage, I make it very small. I bring the the band really close. But I love to get off the stage. I love to walk into the room. I love to try and touch every person in the room physically, um, and mess with people. Sometimes I, I just love people. So, yeah, both of them. I, I think acoustically, though, if we're talking musically, definitely that is the stronger for me because. I don't have to compete with amplifiers and cymbals and right. huge sound. My voice is the biggest sound acoustically. And because I write my own lyrics, <clears throat> I get a lot more satisfaction from acoustic shows as a storyteller. I love that people actually hear every word and they know what the songs are about. I have more time to talk about my songs when I play acoustically and share things. When, when you're playing a big stage, you don't want to, overwhelm people with too much chatter you just want to rock you just want to play yeah yeah so the, it's, it's almost blah, blah 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 go you know? yeah it's almost a competing energy isn't it the energy's so high that you can't like really take a minute you know right. you gotta keep it there yeah hey yeah. we talked earlier about um about you loving to write on planes which is a fave of mine too so right. when you're when you're creating do you have I'm, i know that's a fave of yours probably lyrically um but like when you're not in the air, like what's another favorite go-to modality for you? Is it um, is it sitting with an acoustic guitar, a piano, just a notebook, taking a walk? Like, is there any favorite zone that you like to be in when you're writing? No. Anything goes. It just comes to me. Right. Everything you just mentioned, I can think of a song that happened when I went for a walk, when I had my notebook, when I had my guitar. Um, it just comes to me. I cannot just force anything. Um, a lot of my songs came to me in my sleep and right. um, I've actually written a, comp- 
a few complete songs in my half sleep, half awake state right. with notepad and pen next to my bed and didn't even know that I did it till I woke up. And then I read it and, and f- my first thought always is, oh, Oh yeah, I wrote something last night. Let me read it. It's going to be a total bunch of crap. You mean you don't look at the pad and go, "Was Santa Claus here last night? Who left this?" No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that out of body thing. Jeez, Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, 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 there's been there, there's been one or two times when I read back my lyrics and I was just shocked at how complete they are that yeah. I didn't have to touch them. Right. And they were, they were the, the, end, the end result was those lyrics. So, um, Kind of magical, isn't it? It is. It, like, you know, you're almost wondering, like, I'm just the antenna here, man. I don't even know how this is working. <laughs> yeah, you said that beautifully. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yes. It's, yeah. So it always astounds me as, you know, and I've asked other writers about it. And, uh, you know, sometimes we're just, I think we're blessed to be able to walk around and be able to do this because it's, it's all very, very mystical and, and magical in some ways. Hey, I think it's time to play The Woman I Am. I want to hear this one because I like this track. If I never felt the pain I've not known my father's name if I didn't have to make the choice to run away From the bruises left behind I felt abandoned by your side And if I didn't question why I let you make me cry Oh, then I wouldn't be So tell me about the woman I, I am, Dilana. 
What is the story behind that one? Woman I am. Yes. Well, I must know. know. <laughs> <laughs> as you now know, I was born and raised in South Africa. Yes. And it wasn't an easy country to be brought up in. And like I mentioned before, apartheid, a lot of violence, crime and fear and stuff like that <clears throat> surrounded me as a child. And I had no choice other than to just live with it and accept it and work with it and learn from it. And uh, my mom never told me who my, my dad is. And so for all my life, basically, I walked around feeling so lost because I just felt like there's a part of me missing. Where is this guy? Why doesn't he right. want me, you know? And so that's something uh, that affected me a lot uh, in combination with all the things I just, other things I just mentioned. And then as I got older, I realized, I looked back and I realized, wow, man, look at me today. I still don't know him or know if, if he's even alive anymore, but I've come this far with all these obstacles, not knowing who he is. And uh, I am the woman I am because of all this, this hardship and, and confusion and not knowing. And um, the cherry on the top was uh, in verse two, I talk about a, a, a man with a gun and a girl with a baby in her womb falling on the ground. Um, it was a friend of mine who was uh, killed. She was a, uh, carjacked in South Africa and she was seven months pregnant oh wow and she had a, a two-year-old son and she was 21 years old and they pushed her off the road tried to get her car and basically she handed them the keys and said take the car just don't hurt me I'm pregnant and it was six guys armed with AK-47s and the one guy when she mentioned that she was pregnant, um, and I know all this because one of my friends was her boyfriend and he was with her. He watched his own girlfriend being murdered. <clears throat> oh, my God. He, uh, she said, just don't hurt me, I'm pregnant. And uh, one guy thought that it would be a lot more satisfactory to kill two lives with one bullet and shot her in the stomach. Oh. And a week after that, I made the decision to leave South Africa and never go back. And that's what I did. Right. And so for years and years, I walked around with that story in my head, like one day I need to, I need to get this out. And so The Woman I Am was written. And <clears throat> that just happened to, that little piece of slice of my life just happened to fall into this, this song. And, and I managed to get it out. So I really um, <clears throat> want women especially because I was also a victim of all kinds of domestic abuse. And, you know, if, if you grow up in a bad situation, you think that that's normal. Right. So as, as I grew up, I, I thought that it was normal to be treated, like, badly and, and being abused. And so I, I attracted that kind of energy for years. Right. I allowed myself to be abused. I allowed myself to be a victim. And then when I got older and I got help, when I moved to L.A., I got a lot of help and... It really opened my eyes, and now I really want to be an advocate for women who are victims and abused and show them that sometimes these things happen, but it's how you get up and, sh and move forward that, that really counts in life and take these bad experiences, turn them into something positive, learn from them, and that's why I'm the woman I am today. And, the, and don't you feel that you know that particular behavior model was because you know, those things were implanted in your brain. Like, you don't even know. 
that you're attracting that kind of thing because Absolutely. you're you're programmed, you know, like and until yes. somebody helps you with that, because it's so much easier from somebody on the outside to step in and go, hey, I see this. I see this so clearly. You're doing these habits and yeah. uh, and, and then it, it can be helpful. So have you changed um, your your idea of never going back or you still feel like you'll never go back to to South Africa again? Um, I go I go back now uh, once a year. Okay. Um, family to visit my family and I love South Africa. It's right. so I wish I could go back there. Yeah. I still feel the same way every time I go there. Right. Because there are parts a, that are that are built into you. You know, that's was your home, you know. Absolutely. There is this yeah. fear that I, overcomes me every time I go back there. Yeah. It's getting easier and easier I notice every time we go back now. It's oh, not I'm glad. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> but I just know what to look out for. I've got this natural ability and instinct. Right. Um, I'm, I'm very connected to the earth to just feel when there's danger around. So I'm very protective of my family. I'm, I'm a real lioness. Yeah. I, I, but I have that feeling a lot when I'm there. And maybe I'm just over the top crazy because of my bad experiences there. Sure. Um, and you don't I, want it to happen to George yeah. and River or anybody close to you. Uh, yeah. You know, because that's that's just another like you know that's kind of a gift actually. I mean, yes, you know, I'm, that you're I'm able... thankful that I have that. Yeah. So, where uh, do you make home? Is home is Los Angeles or? Home is where my internet connects automatically. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing the vagabond thing. Oh All yeah, right. we're a band of gypsies. Really. That's cool. Um, yeah, we really are. I mean, I home is officially in LA is it okay but it's so not home that even when we go home River goes are we going to uh, I have a roommate and, and she'll go are we going to Kathy's house <laughs> she doesn't know it's our home you know right. that we actually live there my bed's there our yeah. bed's there <laughs> she just doesn't get it so um, we're hoping to settle down a little bit this year possibly move to Portugal oh nice very yes. nice yeah yes. So you, uh, you, yeah. that's a cool thing because you're so well traveled, you can kind of cherry pick it and say, I want to, I found the perfect spot, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and the, the reason Portugal is our favorite place at the moment, origi uh, uh, um, jeez, uh, I can't think. George is from Portugal. Um, so we've been there quite a few times now. His mom is there, his family's there. Oh, great. And I fell in love with Portugal. It reminds yeah. me a lot of South Africa. And, um, the cuisine, the people, the weather. Right. It's, just, it's a great... <laughs> Hi, River. River's back. And she's sticking her tongue out at me. I know. You're doing that because of my bad singing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the well, other reason I love Portugal is because it's, it's very uh, close to everything. Um, Europe, it's very central to Europe. It's very close to America. It's close to South Africa. Right. Um, so... <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. And uh, as far as the economy, it's it's a weak economical country, but that doesn't really bother me uh, when you look at living in LA. It's yeah. like heaven. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, I can just be based there and then travel wherever like I'm doing now, but for a third of the price because right. I pay all this crazy rent in LA. Yeah. And I'm hardly ever there. Where why don't I just do that in Portugal and then yeah. travel? You know, right? And, and it's sense. and a beautiful place to boot. You know, it's Stunning. like yeah, 
Yeah. You're, you're doing it right. I got to tell you, Delana. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you guys are got to get on the road and I want to thank you for coming by Dharmic Evolution. But would you please give us like the best way to reach you, support you, buy your music and, um, you know, our fans, please. Is it your website? Yes, DelanaRocks.com. Okay. And, and Delana is the I-L-A-N-A. Okay. And, um, I'm on all the social media you can imagine. I all have of- all your links, and you know what? We'll have those posted in the show notes when this show comes live. Thanks. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, listen, it was a real pleasure to meet you, to meet River and George, and thank you so much for being right. part of the Dharmic Evolution. Yeah, I wish you all the continued success and uh, happiness on your journey. Thank you. I, th- I I think it's so cool that you thought of me and invited me onto your show. It's been really nice talking to you. I have a feeling we could talk for days and days. Yes, we just scratched the surface. We got to have another round, I think. Yeah, it would be great. Maybe after the tour so I can tell you all my tour adventures. I would love it. I want to get those gems. <laughs> and, uh, I look forward to hearing your CD and I wish you also a very beautiful life. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Okay, we'll be in touch. All right. Well, what an awesome woman. Delana, the lioness. Beautiful monster. Dead flower. Ocean, the woman I am. Got a chance to meet with George. River and I jammed a bit on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and the wheels on the bus go round and round. Stay in touch with Delana. You can check out all the social connections to Delana, including her website, by checking out the show notes. So please support all of her music, her causes for helping women, and the path and journey that she is walking on. Hope you guys enjoyed it today. I thought it was pretty awesome to visit with Delana today. Also, when you get a chance, head on over to dharmicevolution.com and check out all of the content on the site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or you're thinking of becoming one, I can help you with that. Just email me at kevin at dharmicevolution.com. And if you've been a guest on this show, you are now famous. You're in 39 countries and counting, and you are on the site. So check it out. There's also videos, photos, conversation, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests on the site. Don't forget the downloads are free. However, the content is priceless. Also want you to stop by iTunes, leave a review, a comment. Love it when you do this. It helps the artistic indie community grow around the world and makes us serve more people. Thank you for doing that. Also, tune in on Sunday, March 20th. Listen to the story of two awesome musicians, Chuck West and Roddy Blakely from Washington, D.C., as they share the stories of how their musical passion got them together. They then parted ways for a time as they were both serving our country in the armed forces, but then reunited to continue working on the musical journey that is now Time's Up Music. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or see you from the stage. Let's dig